everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Death in Cambodia, Life in America. This week, we are doing something a little bit shorter, kind of like a mini episode and a little bit different. Um, We're going to replay a little clip, highlight the strength of Mama and how she's really carried the lives of her children through this story. But I also kind of wanted to introduce this woman to everybody throughout this journey of sharing, you know, Robert's story to you guys. I've also learned so much about my history and my grandparents. You know, I I didn't know this stuff about my grandmother. And I feel like with every time I sit down with Robert, I learn just a little bit more and feel a deeper connection with my grandmother in a way that I felt like I had never before. It's it's sad now that she's she's passed away, but um you know, we've heard so much about her, you know, it's it's almost kind of like who is this woman, really? <laughs> so, mama, my mama was uh originally named Mui Ip. She was born in Otama in Mongolbury. In July 12th, 1935. And she was the eldest woman and the eldest daughter out of all the siblings that she had. And she had 10 siblings. So you can imagine how much work this woman had to go through ever since she was born. (laughs) I mean, being the eldest, I don't know because I'm personally the youngest, but um, I'd, I'd heard that you know, a lot of the responsibilities had fell on her. Um, So she had to really become mature at a very young age. She had no formal education. She grew up in a small town, a very, very small town, and she didn't ever really go to school. She didn't know how to read Cambodian or write Cambodian, um, just knew how to speak it. And, um, you know, my my great-grandparents, I learned, were actually very, very poor. So growing up in a small town, really, really small remote area, she really had to step up and she was used to being the responsibility holder of everybody. Um, She had to cook, she had to clean and really raise all of her siblings. I wouldn't say that I was really ever close to my grandmother growing up and even when she passed. But um, what I do know (laughs) is that she was um, very, very (laughs) strong-minded. She was very stubborn. Um, She was very, very opinionated. Um, She told it like it is. Um, I was always yelled at for doing all sorts of things wrong growing up. Um, And she kind of has a reputation for being that way. But what I guess I didn't realize or didn't know when she was still around. And now throughout this story, I'm starting to learn how loyal she was, how strong she was, and how even without any formal education, she was able to figure out a way to have all of her kids survive. Literally, scrappy woman here. I mean, out of nowhere, she knew that Robert needed some antibiotics she figured out a way to do it. She figured out a way to keep Amanda alive when Amanda didn't have food portions. She, you know, she, she, there were so many times where even, even though Robert is 
the strongest man that I know in my life, even he wouldn't have been able to survive without this mother's love. I'm going to share a little clip here, um, jumping back to Amanda and her recollection of Mama during this time period, how exactly Amanda was doing and what she remembered about Mama's courageous spirit. Three years in into the war, we didn't have any food, so my brother caught field mice, cooked them, ate them, and that's when I got really sick. During that time, after that, I, I it could have been parasite or bacteria, but I became very ill. You remember hunting with, was a spa that you were hunting with? I remember vaguely out in the field, like looking for field mice. But this one incident, uh, I think it was the mice that I ate that I became sick, very ill, um, to the point that I couldn't even not I couldn't even get up or uh, move by myself. My mom had to carry me and go to the bathroom. I was skin and bone at that point, and when I go to the bathroom, was I was bleeding. Fortunately. Um, my mom knew a guy who knows herbal medicine, so he was able to gather some, I don't know what kind of lilies, early in the morning uh, with the morning dew and crush it and put them with sugar and let me drink it. That was helped me to recover and able to nurse me back to health. My mom was very... Even though she had no formal education, she was very resourceful, um, pretty resilient. She has great connection with people, and she was able to, I don't know, find her way and hide and lie and be able to, you know, help us um, through many terrible situations. Um, I remember also when Robert was taken away to work camp, and he was very sick. Somehow my mom knew about it. And that they would just leave him to die. He had no energy. He would just, you know, they would just leave him there. So my mom would go there and beg whoever's in charge to have her bring him back to her, you know, back home. And she was able to do that for him also. So, you know, before this whole thing happened, she had a lot of jewelry. And Papa mentioned it too. You guys were very wealthy before the Khmer Rouge. And she had her huge collection of jewelry. How did that help as a resource throughout all this time? Um, yeah, so that, yes, we we were fortunate. I think without her having the goals and the jewelry from her wedding or gifts, you know, and our jewelries, I think we would have survived. She used them to trade for salt for um, any type of medicine that she can trade them for. Mama, really, had been, her strength had been the backbone of so many situations. Absolutely, yes. She she was a very strong, very courageous woman. Um, again, even though, you know, she, she came from a family of 10. She was one of the oldest, and she had to help her mom take care of the younger siblings, so... 
she was very resourceful. And um, yeah, I think without her during the war, I don't think any of us would have survived. Mm. 